Now it's time for the super match game. All right. Good evening and welcome to another action-packed edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm joined as always by Paul. Uh, Paul, who is, I guess, influenced the the intro music a little bit there after coming back all the way from uh, Suwon from the super match with uh, a share of the points we'll and we'll and a bit of a rant as well. But anyway, I guess we'll I guess we'll get to that when we have uh, have your hugely unbiased review of a very even and greatly refereed match. Indeed, I'm sure <laughs> we'll agree to disagree about some points this week. Uh, this could be either the world's longest or the world's shortest podcast. Yeah. Speaking of short podcasts, uh, I do believe we, will, we would like to apologise for last week's shambles. <laughs> Which was actually longer than it should have been. Yes. Uh, as we had said in the podcast, that getting time last week to actually meet uh, was almost impossible. Uh, I think really work is the curse of the football class. Um, and we were unable to kind of really get time. And then when we did get time, uh, someone rather ridiculously forgot to upload the podcast for three full days, um, resulting in it being unedited, unmusiced, and unable to be downloaded. <laughs> so you do know that if you ever want a podcast uh, uploaded, don't ask Mark. Yeah, uh, wasn't one of our better efforts, but it is what it is. Is it is? It's there for posterity. It is indeed. It's there to show you that sometimes even even the best can have a can have an off day. I mean, of the various Star Star Trek films, Superman films, they're not all of equal quality, are they? No. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's like Superman three is is ridiculous. The poor, but they redeemed it with five or six or something. Anyway, um, enough grovelling from us. Indeed. As you said, we are running short of time already for tonight. We should probably get on with talking about the matches that we've seen. Uh, yeah, will we start with the league that matters? Uh, I guess. You, you got around a bit this week, didn't you? Uh, I did indeed, actually, yeah. I, I, I got down down to the far reaches of uh, Seoul suburbs, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, of the two games that I went to see, I probably only saw one football match, but anyway, <laughs> we discussed that at the time. Where should we start then? Uh, let's start with the classic. Okay. Because there's only one game to talk about in the challenge, so. Alright. So, you want to start with the match you're at? Well, that's a challenge. <laughs> I wasn't at a match on you, you didn't go to Song then? Well, yeah, I went on Sunday, but shouldn't we start uh, with Saturday's uh, games? Saturday, okay. Alright. <laughs> okay. So, shall, shall we start with the match that you were at, Paul? Okay, yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, I was down in Suwon uh, at the Big Bird Stadium. <coughs> Where there is no way in hell there were 28,000 people there. Yeah, yeah, unless they were all dressed up as uh, blue seats. <laughs> or yellow seats. Or yellow seats. Uh, to be fair, there were more, probably more Seoul fans than there have been in the last couple of years. I think, okay. The last couple of years they've only given us sort of half that, that the South, I guess the South Stand, is it? They've yeah. only given us half and blocked off sort of just to the right of the goal. Whereas to this time we had at least probably three quarters of it. Okay. So. But you didn't fill the section, yeah? Was, I had a couple of space seats to myself, and so they're gone. Are the days where you had to like buy tickets online to make sure you were going? To make sure that, that, that yeah. you got in. Yeah, those days seem to be long gone. And then, of course, the north stand, the, the top tier, is covered off in black in uh, banners, right? And I guess they're packed into the bottom tier. And then down both sides, uh, I think the 
west side, the top tier was blocked off, and there were some people in the top of the, the east stand, but yeah. not many. But the, but the north was open, surely, right? The top tier of the north was no, surely open. No. It was closed. No. Even even the north was closed. Yeah, that's unusual. That that's usually open for a game that size. I mean, for a normal game, I think it's closed. But I would have I would have thought that that, that would have been open. So I'm guessing the the capacity of the blue but of the big bird what forty to forty five thousand yeah no way there was twenty eight thousand people there no so way no it was more than half filled uh, I guess more than an average match but okay I don't think it was uh, I, I I guess before kickoff there was about eighteen to twenty thousand okay yeah like I, I did read um, when I was on the way down to Ansan I guess or in Ansan I guess at that point. I did read uh, Scotty Blue Wings, I think he was called, but now he's no longer called that. I think he now goes by his own real name. Uh, he had tweeted saying this is a disgraceful attendance yeah. for a, a super match. Uh, and that was 10 minutes before kickoff. So, unless, you know, like 8,000 Suwon fans managed to drop their sister off at the Nori Bank and <laughs> take me get to the game, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume that there wasn't 28,000. I mean, I, I can tell you how you can tell it's a small crowd. It was relatively easy to get a big table outside the blue, the Big Bird Cafe. Okay. So that tells you all you need to that know. That tells you all you need to know then. Not, no massive que queues for beer inside. And there's a 3 p.m. kickoff, right? Yeah. I mean, 3 p.m. Saturday, like, what, like, what more do you want? I guess everyone stayed home to watch it on TV. Yeah, I guess maybe that's maybe maybe the the media coverage on uh, on Saturday did impact on some of the attendances, I guess. And get much better. Uh, uh, views of all the, the dubious decisions by the referee. So let's move on swiftly to the referee. I know that's what you always talk about most. Stuff the game. Uh, I did I have seen several photographs and several videos and uh, I can't see what anyone is complaining about. The man had a perfectly astute game. As good as the idiot from yesterday against <laughs> in the song that match, which we'll get to in a minute, yeah. I mean Suwon scored pretty pretty early on. Six minutes. Yeah. Um, the dodgiest goal you'll ever see. Well, Not dodgy in terms of refereeing, but just like how that ball broke to Santos is beyond me. Appalling. Well, it started off because Dan was on the attack, right? Mm. And he was tackled slash fouled on the edge of the Suwon penalty area and they just uh, broke on the swift counter-attack. Uh, and Sol put in a couple of tackles and each time the ball rebounded to a Suwon player uh, and no one was tracking Yom Kuhn down the left, so he mm. got the ball, crossed it in. The goalie and the defender between them saved it and no one was tracking Santos, so when it rebounded sort of towards the post, he was just there on the yeah. goal line to tap it in. Yeah. I mean, he, it was described as being the easiest goal he's ever scored, but he did, he did have to change his body shape to actually get it, because it was coming at him, like, unexpectedly. So uh, I wouldn't say it was the easiest goal he's ever scored, but, but no goalkeeper and no defender near him, and yeah, you've got Kind of class it as being easy, but he still had to change his his, his whole shape to get. Yeah, right? I'm sure it's in the top ten of the easiest goals he'd ever scored. But yeah, you're right. He he could have. He could have. He could have missed it. He could have missed it. I mean, it, it it wasn't a a definite. You know, like he he could have. It could have bounced up his knee. He could have shanked it or something. Yeah, but it was still pretty easy. Yeah. Um, for, for your information, I bought a new pair of sunglasses last week. Which has interchangeable lenses, mm -hmm. and one of the lenses is called Rose. Okay. So I, I wasn't actually wearing them at the game, <laughs> my rose-tinted spectacles, but <laughs> I might wear them to my next to the next game. So um, from, I mean, from that point on, I thought it was mostly Seoul. 
the highlights that I saw on JTBC at night time would definitely would suggest that. Um, position wise, I did look it up because I thought Sol had most of the position. It was about fifty five to forty five. Right. But shot wise, I think Sol had fifteen to Sue on seven or eight. So. Right. Um, yeah, and Sol had a couple of good chances, but things weren't really going their way. And then, uh, what, midway through the second half, kind of a, a ball was lofted forward, and the, the Suwon defender seemed to have the measure of it. Yeah. Adriano hassled him, got the ball, and had, I still don't know how he got that in, to be honest. I, I, don't, know how he, I don't know how he lobbed the, the keeper from literally like such a tight angle with three yards out. Uh, part of me thinks that another hundred times he would, he would like... He would, he would miss it, do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, from the angle he was at, the sort of the area of the goalie he would have been able to see must have been minuscule. Uh, he, and to get it over the top of the unrushing goalie and into the net from there, I think. No, he, he's a Korean goalie. <laughs> he's not a Russian goalie. Um, but I think you'll find that that's, I guess that sums Adriano up in terms of like he, he doesn't need to look up, he doesn't need to see the goal, he knows where the goal is. Uh, you can call it luck or you can call it predatory instincts. I'm going to go with the skill section instead of the luck section and say that he, he knew exactly where the goal was, he didn't have to, to look up, he clipped it knowing fine well, yeah, if I, if, if I beat the keeper this is in, if I don't and he saves it, then no one expects him to score anyway. Uh, so yeah, so I, I think I'm going to err on the side of skill as opposed to on the side of, um, on the side of luck. Beyond that, there was, uh, the referee took centre stage, there was a handball, um, I think I can't remember exactly how it came about, but the the Suwon defender. Yeah, it was ridiculous handball. Deliberately moved his hand into the ball. The first one, no. So it was a little bit similar. There was one earlier on this season that we talked about. I can't remember who, who it was. To be honest, but when the initial ball came in, he didn't actually handle it. He actually chested it. Yeah. Like it was kind of like chest and shoulder. Yeah. But as the ball was coming down, it came down at pace, and he definitely nudged it with his hand yeah. to control it. There. Yeah. 100% uh, Osmars that's exactly what it was Osmars goal against Sangju when the ball came in and it was like the first one was his chest but the second one he, he kind of knocked it back into himself it was the exact same situation except the Suwon one was deliberate and Osmars was accidental whatever um, but the Suwon one was definitely a deliberate handball you, there's no denying that um, there was an odd moment where Osmar got given a free kick and was booked for it as well which was yeah, I, I guess maybe he'd been I guess he was mouthing off. Attitude, I think. Yeah. I, guess. I think he'd been mouthing off all game, right? I guess. Interesting that that's now two yellow cards in two games for Osmar. I guess he won't be repeating his feet of every minute of every game uh, this season. Yeah. He's done it so far, but you've got to figure he's going to get a third booking at some point. He's got it. He's got it. But we're so. only, what, eight, eight rounds in, nine rounds in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then there was obviously the, the rugby tackle that I know that you're gagging to talk about. Well, let, let, I'll let you tell the story first. Cause so basically, Adriano dived to try and get a penalty? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so Adriano's rushing clean through. Uh, he, he, the defender is, there's actually two defenders chasing him. One defender tugs in his jersey, um, and Adriano's pace, I guess, but the guy stopped tugging his jersey, it actually ends up dragging the guy down, yeah. and the guy stumbles and falls, and as he falls, uh, he may or may not try and grab Adriano's ankles. Um, the video that, that, that is going around with all the refereeing mishaps, yeah. 
shows that he missed him. The photograph going around off a of KBS, uh, the still photograph of of a KBS's coverage shows that he clearly had both arms around his his ankle. Uh, I think the problem, and I've said it before, and I guess I'll say it numerous other times. I think if Adriano had went down outside the box, the guy would have been sent off. But I think the fact that Adriano jumped into the box to try and get the penalty, I think is why he got a yellow card and not a red. I'm yeah. convinced of it. Like, if Adriano had went down where it happened and didn't launch himself in to get the penalty, yeah. I, think, I think that guy would have been sent off. But I think the referee knew it was a foul, but wasn't willing to give a penalty. It's quite funny because there's a bit of a hullabaloo world. It was all sorted out. Yeah. And then Adrian picked the ball up, put it on the spot to take yeah. the penalty, and then the referee's like, ah, yeah. nice one, mate. And then brought it Good back try. Kick. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It was a free kick. It was a right decision. It was a free kick. The guy should have been sent off, undoubtedly. Um, but I think, yeah, if, if Adrian goes down where, he, where it happens and doesn't dive, unless he dive, but doesn't throw himself into the box. Um, then you're probably imagining it might have been a red card. There are at least three other penalties this weekend, um, two of which were extremely dubious, but we'll get on to those in a minute. Yeah, I mean, I think the referee was was definitely dodgy. I mean, how he missed that penalty, how, how, how the assistant linesman, how everyone missed that, that handball was is a disgrace, and it should have been a penalty. And yeah, at that point, you're looking at so winning 2 1 and, and like passing their second major test of the season instead of failing. I'm not sure they failed. Well, they didn't come back with, with a win. Uh, I think most people would have settled for an away draw in the big board. Yeah, I guess. I guess, but it did, uh, it did allow a couple of teams to claw their, their, kind of, their way back and so. Speaking of which... Chumbuk also Chumbuk. played on the Saturday. Yep, they played the other Sue one, the big Sue one, the real Sue one. And they, got, they absolutely humped them, I guess. But it's another one where the, the stats show that Suwon more than held their own. Yeah. Possession was relatively equal. Suwon, I think there were about f- almost 40 shots in this game, and they were relatively evenly split between the two teams. Unfortunately, <coughs> got theirs on target, and yeah. Suwon didn't. And I guess that's what happens when you have Edon Guk and uh, Han Kyo, Kyo Wan, I guess, in your team. So, Edon Guk scored from a penalty. Well, there's a surprise. Um, this was a, this was a really terrible decision from my point of view because uh, Suwon's uh, foreign defender Vladan mm. he actually hacked he hacked at Kim Bo-gyong, or he tried to attack Kim Bo-gyong. Kim Bo-gyong, like swiftly deftly avoided the tackle then realised what he'd done realised if he'd not made the movement he would have been hacked down in the area for a penalty mm. so he just threw himself over anyway it was disgrace absolutely disgraceful. But we're at all costs now, isn't it, for John Book? That's the problem, yeah? Mm. I mean, and that is the problem. It, is, it really is. It's become, you know, they they see the gap between between them and so on, I think, already. Like, it's, it's a case of... But, I mean, this is... I mean, don't get me started about John Book diving for dodgy penalties. I mean, I ranted about it enough last year. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a poor tackle from Vladan, but ultimately, um, Kim Bo-gyong evaded it. And then realised what he'd done and thought, oh, well, I better. Uh, Edon got slammed it in the net, no probs. But it was like three goals in six minutes, yeah? Yeah, so Lopez, I guess that a couple of minutes later, Lopez, sweet shot from the edge of the area, curled into the corner. Is that the, that's the ex-judge of Lopez, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Hangul won from the other side of the area, some sweet sort of Barcelona-ish, tippy-tappy passing on the edge of the area, broke to 
hanger one and he, he lashed it in from a relatively tight angle. I'm, I'm finding it quite interesting that looking at soccer way that they're not classing that as a penalty kick for Edungook. You think that soccer way we are trying to convince everyone that Edungook still has it? <laughs> um, and then just before half time, so one pulled one back. Yeah, I guess Vladan. Yeah, it was a free redeemed himself. I guess. A, yeah, it was a free kick um, taken about thirty yards out, crossed in, and he he leapt highest and headed into the net. Interestingly, there was only 14,000 at the game, which, again, for a, a, a John Book Saturday... But that was a 2pm kick-off, though, right? That was, that was a 4pm kick-off. Yeah. So, like, 4pm kick-off on a Saturday, I mean, that, that, that should be full. Yes, everyone's watching the second half of the Soul game. I guess, yeah. But, you know what I mean? I, I mean, that, they, there's no baseball way to compete against, you know what I mean? So, why are only 14,000 at the, at the John G. World Cup Stadium? The season that I, I really think is... Is going for one of the lowest attendances yet. It's, it's really, it's really concerning. Yep. Uh, what are the other two games on Saturday? Uh, well, I guess two or one. Uh, the other game on the Saturday was uh, Pohang versus Jeju. Okay. Um, which was one of those games uh, where I guess neither team really. Uh, wanted to lose or could afford to lose. I mean, Pohang need to start winning. Interestingly, I guess. I guess we'll talk in a minute uh, about Pohan's new rumoured signing, but anyway, we'll have a look at that in a minute. Um, yeah, uh, it was 1-0 to Pohan, uh, Yang Dong-hyun uh, scoring a goal 25 minutes in. Uh, I didn't see it, because I was actually uh, I was on my way down to Ansan. Uh, I saw the highlights. Um, yeah, it was a, a ball kind of... Looked like a lost cause to be honest, but the, the Poang midfielder chased it right into the corner flag, chested it up and bashed in a looping cross and the, the Poang striker headed it in. So, not bad. But that's Poang's first win uh, in five games. Also stops them losing. They've been on a losing streak of three in a row. Uh, so, interestingly, as I, as I mentioned when we're kind of previewing the game there a little bit, uh, Pohang have been strongly linked with FC Sydney's uh, Iranian midfielder, uh, Ali Abbas, who okay. apparently is out of contract in June. He's going to stay through the last 16 of the ACL. Interesting, could be against Seoul. Yep. Um, and then the rumours are is that he is definitely joining a Kedic team, and the rumours are 90% certain it's going to be Pohang. Interestingly, he played against Pohang twice and didn't realise in, in 180 minutes that they're rank. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why you join them, but anyway, yeah. So Iranian and in, in Alasso's pretty decent player. He could be the guy to drive Pohang on to like a top four, or well, looking at them maybe a top six <laughs> spot. But yeah. But again, in this game, like stats-wise, Cheju seemed to dominate. They had far more possession, far more shots. I, I think Cheju are just been really unlucky recently. Even though obviously didn't didn't do it this week. Yeah, they've just been really unlucky. I mean. I think Jeju they're sitting fourth and probably quite quite rightly sitting fourth you'd be perfectly honest yeah. so that's the Saturday games taken care of uh, on Sunday you said you were what you started off watching Incheon versus Ulsan I did yeah, yeah I did I was impressed by uh, JTBC the cameraman of JTBC seems to be uh, applying for a job uh, at the World Cup because all, all they do on JTBC is, is turn the the cameras on the, any female in the crowd. <laughs> it's exactly what I would do if I was a cameraman, to be honest. But anyway, um, yeah. So the, I watched that before leaving. I watched the first like fifteen minutes. All over in two minutes, wasn't it? All over in two minutes. Ridiculous. Uh, not really quite sure how how the ball got in either. 
Yeah, I think it was Cover crossed it in. And it's a short corner, right? He, yeah. He dribbled into the area and cut back. Yeah, and Kim Sung-jun uh, was looked to be lying on the deck, but scooped it in at the top of the net. Uh, inch on all over the place. And then, yeah, nothing happened for the next 88 minutes. And Inchon find himself losing yet again. But again, the, I mean, this was stats-wise, this is the one match where the home team actually dominated. Mm. Inchon had more possession, more shots. It was not, not, not one match. Uh, <laughs> one no, match so no, far. <laughs> no, in terms of official match stats, oh, okay. like possession for each team and shots okay. for each team, Inchon was the only home team that actually dominated. They might okay. have been the only team that they may. Other home teams might have done well. But stats-wise, they uh, had a minority of possession in shots. Well, I find that amazing from the Sonam game, seeing as we absolutely pounded. I, I don't know how they. Uh, I don't know how the K League record their stats, but the, the, the officially published stats for those games okay. show that Guangzhou did better than Songju. Songnam. Impossible. Guangzhou barely hit the ball. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so I finished one 0 to Ulsan, uh, and Sean. Marooned. Marooned at the bottom, three points from eight games, no wins, three draws, five defeats. Uh, you've it, got to say it's looking more than precarious for them. And it could have been worse if Chonnam actually knew how to close out a game, right? Yeah, yeah. Because five minutes ago they were 3-1 up. Yeah, that's insane. That's got to be like, that's incredible. Match of the round, I guess. Yeah. So basically, Chonnam were hosting uh, Sangju. Uh, the game finished 3-4. With uh, like Sanju took the lead in seven minutes. Uh, John Am through Stevo and Djugovic made it 3 1 with 15 minutes left. Those guys seem to be com uh, combining quite well. Yeah. yeah before basically um, Sanju ran rampant with three goals in seven minutes, two of which were penalties, both of which apparently, at least one of them was pretty dodgy, I heard, right? Um, yeah, if you start with the, the the goal to make it 3-2 and the, it really looked like a consolation goal they didn't seem in a particular rush to start back but then at some point in the next couple of minutes they obviously thought oh we just need one more to equalise so they started attacking the first goal like the YouTube video doesn't show any slow motion highlights or anything of, of the penalty incidents the first one was just um, yeah it was the ball was bouncing about in the box and apparently hit Che Hojin's hands so it gave a penalty right and uh Kim Sung Hwan took it Adriano style with the whole walk up yeah, stop. Okay. And then a couple of minutes later, it was actually in the 95th minute, uh, Sangji were on the attack and someone just blasts a shot in, like, knowing that the time's not there, blasts a shot in and it cannons into the defender's hand, who's at two metres in front of him. And the referee gives a penalty and sends him off for deliberate handball. There's so it was two handballs? Absolutely no way the second one was deliberate handball. No way. He had no way to get away, like get out of the way of the ball. It did hit his hand, but there's no way that it was anything more than ball to hand. Right. It's just like, how many times are we going to see that this season? Yeah, it's been pretty bad. So that finished. So obviously they scored that four three, and I guess it was uh, Yang Juna who was the the defender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the the the, the, the Sangju guy put the penalty same way both times. Exact carbon copy actually. Okay. I guess the last game uh, on the Sunday was uh, Songnam versus Guangzhou and one of the most one-sided games I've been at this season no matter what the K-League official stats say uh, if Guangzhou had 10% possession I'd be stunned uh, we basically pounded them from, from minute 1 to minute 90 uh, Must be all the defensive headers that they had then I, 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 I must be I mean 
Th- this was another game where the, where the referee basically was involved heavily uh, in the game, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but he was honking okay. um, again. Um, basically, he in the first half, Wanya Joe was clean through and at the box and was definitely chopped down. Uh, it was one of the most stonewall penalties I've seen. Confirmed on Twitter by Miroslav, who said, yep, absolute stonewall penalty. Well, I've uh, not seen any refereeing... YouTube videos or photos from KBS, well that's because so. we don't feel the need to do that we just accept what happens as being that search you know what I mean yeah because you accepted it so well <laughs> last year at Chumbuck <laughs> and um, so basically like uh, it was a definite penalty but anyway it wasn't given um, then we cracked the crossbar from about 25 yards uh, E Jong won uh, who would then later find himself red carded for nothing but anyway uh, so he cracked the crossbar 25 yards then Wang Joe had a header that was destined for the top corner, but the Guangzhou keeper tipped it onto the bar. Um, so basically, we've, we hit the bar twice and had a, what I would say was a stonewall penalty in the first half. Um, the, the second half started pretty much the same. It was mostly Songnam uh, attacking. And then on the 60th minute, Thiago uh, came into the box kind of walks in into the box and was not pulled down for a penalty um, it was definitely the minimum of touches he did one of those things where he he basically left his trailing leg out and said come and take it and the Guangzhou defender took it but it wasn't uh, it was one of those penalties that yes there was contact but so what it wasn't a penalty strangely Thiago got back up and took it himself yeah um, I've always been a I think I was talking actually to uh, Danny uh, about this, and I, like, strange enough, last week we were talking about it, about you know like being you know like the the person being fouled not taking the penalty. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite interesting that he that he basically stood up and took it. Uh, it wasn't the world's greatest penalty, but the keeper got a hand to it, saved it, but it trickled under him because there was just like enough power on it. So it wasn't a great penalty, but it was a well struck penalty. Uh, then with just like 10 minutes left we got a corner corner was swung in Wangy Joe dummied dummied two players in the box to give himself some space and then smacked a shot in the net it was a pretty beautiful goal actually uh, it was a simple goal but it was beautifully done by uh, Wangy Joe mm. uh, that made it 2-0 uh, at that point he thought nothing else can possibly happen but as I said in the last minute almost the last kick of the ball E. John won was sent off and no one has any idea why he was sent off and to the point we didn't even know he was sent off but we just suddenly saw him walking off the pitch. Mm. Uh, no idea why he was sent off. Uh, and it wasn't just the fact that there was tequila going around the uh, temporary stand. <laughs> so that game kicked off a couple of minutes late, I heard. It did, yeah. It kicked off a couple of minutes late because uh, the, the team, the club and the fans had a tribute for uh, John Samuk, who has been wearing the number one goalkeeping jersey at Songnam for the last few years. Um... John has been diagnosed with an illness. Uh, I don't think we need to go into what it is, but uh, so I think that was his kind of last appearance before he goes for 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 treatment. So he was on the pitch. He he, he was in the goals with his daughter, like before the game kicked off. There was a few big banners up. Actually, the new eagle, well, I guess it's a magpie that rises from behind the temple stand that they put banners on. Uh, had a banner saying, you know, that Jong Samuk number one fighting. Uh, there was a few uh, uh, kind of handmade banners as well. Uh, so the game kicked off a few minutes late. The game 
Also, with a couple of minutes left, uh, Kim Hagbum brought him on as well, uh, like literally for two minutes. And what was quite touching uh, as well was that they, they handed him the captain's armband okay. when he came on. So for the last two minutes of his last game, uh, he was he was the captain. Um, yeah, so Kim, <coughs> sorry, Kim Do Hyun. Uh, well, I guess it was. Park, I guess it would have been the 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 Jang Hak Young that would have given him the captain's armband. Is that M Gosset? Is that Peter? Peter. Peter, yeah, Peter. Okay. Peter, yeah. Um, at the end of the game, we also uh, there was a tribute from the fans in the Tempest Stand where they threw yellow aeroplanes uh, with get well soon messages mm-hmm. um, on the pitch from. So, yeah, I guess we'll hopefully he can bounce back. Whether he'll he'll play again, I don't know, but hopefully he can bounce back. Other interesting news: uh, my rant about the army will not happen for another two months. A rather shaven-headed uh, Yoon Young Sun was was strutting his stuff on the fields of Tanchon um, on Sunday. Yoon, Yoon Young Sun has been returned from the army due to a potential knee problem, and been told he can spend the next two months at Songnam and then come back. So he's supposed to be recuperating, is he? He's been or told he can speak. He, he, he's been told he can play, but I've no, no idea what the knee issue is. I feel sorry for the guy because he'd been he'd grown this mass of like dyed brown hair. He just like afro almost, and then he's got like a little skinhead. <laughs> it was quite funny to see him. Uh, but yeah, he he went through it all, and then in his medical they found something, and so he's been returned. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming only for a few months, and then he's away again. That's what I heard. But I guess we're going to. Keep, we'll keep you posted on that one. The other interesting thing is that I think we spoke last week about the clause in the Vietnamese guy's contract, which meant he was supposed to be in the squad. But yet again this week, he's not there. <laughs> he's not there? No. Okay, so I guess even though they now know <laughs> that they've got to be in the squad, um, just pay the penalty off. Pay the penalty. But what I found quite interesting was the, the, the song for kickoff uh, was the final countdown. I think, okay. I think if they don't pay their bills, it'll be the final kickoff. Right, so you said you wanted to be out of here at 8.15, which by my watch is in two, two minutes, minutes time. Yep. So do you want to rush through everything else? Yep. Uh, challenge, you went to a match on Saturday? I went to Ansan versus Eland. I've now been to three Eland games, and I think I've seen the grand total of three goals. Ten second summary? Rank. Okay. Uh, no atmosphere, no fans, just Eland sang and danced away. Uh, Ansan looked a better team. Eland had some chances, but over the piece wasn't the greatest game I've ever sat through in my life. Other results, Puchon won away at Kyungnam, Kangwon won away at Anyang, Koyang lost at home to Tejon, and Tegu beat Chungju in a rematch of their FA Cup round, which they played a couple yeah. of days for earlier. <coughs> so, Ansan still sit top, uh, but with that defeat, <coughs> Eland have fallen out of the playoff spots. They now find themselves in fifth. Uh, Gangwon are second. Daegu third, Buchan fourth, but you've got to say, unless there's a, a major collapse, and Sanjo are going to win this league. Which, given Sanju's performances in the in the uh, Classic, yeah. could see both the Army and the Police uh, in the Classic next season, that would not be good. It's my personal opinion. Uh, as I just mentioned just now, um, a whole bunch of FA Cup ties play, played last week. Do you, do you know who Songnam's opponents are now? 
Uh, yeah, we'll play uh, Yangon University, I believe. Okay. Uh, Seoul, uh, Tego obviously beat Chungju, so Seoul will be playing Tego at home next... Next we- Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yep. Uh, Songnam at home next Wednesday, both Songnam and Seoul at home, 7.30 kickoffs. Okay. Do you want to pick a man of the match for this week from uh, the matches you've seen? Uh, final one they fitting is uh, John Sangook for me. For his two minute cameo? His two minute cameo. Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to pick the referee in the Seoul Suwon game. He, he was definitely the star, had the most influence in the game, so. Yep, sounds good to me. Okay. Quite a lot of matches coming up. This week we've got last round of the group games in the ACL. We also have, yep, yeah, we do, and we also have a full card, well, over three days actually, yeah? Because like, some teams are playing Children's Day and some teams are not. <clears throat> so yeah, ACL matches. Well, I guess Pohang are out, so no, no need to talk about their trip to Urawa, I guess. And Seoul uh, already through, top of the group. Yeah, so. no need to talk about their trip to San Frechi. Yeah, um, except that I think 30 Seoul fans have travelled from Korea, which is quite respectable for a, what's effectively a dead rubber. Yeah, yeah that, that's not too bad, actually. I guess it, it helped that it aligned with Children's Day holiday. Yeah, I guess. But in Golden Week over there, horrendous to get a hotel. Uh, yeah. Um, As you remember from last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I guess the other two games that do matter uh, are John Boot versus Jiangsu Sente, yeah. or Sunning, whatever they would be called this week. Uh, my plan was to go there, uh, but currently I have a I have a meeting until 7 p.m., so that's looking unlikely. Um, but basically, for John Boot to qualify, they just have to draw with uh, Jiangsu. Okay. So you've got to imagine that at home a draw should be on the cards, right? But I'm a little bit concerned that Che might actually play for the draw. And get stung. And get stung. Uh, the main reason why I was going to go there was to see 50 million euros worth of talent in uh, Amira's and Trexia, I think it's, it's there. Yeah. Um, but Jiangsu have to win. Um, so I think. Playing for a draw is a tricky, for, for me, would be uh, a bad idea, but it is Chi Kang Yi, and I wouldn't be surprised if he played for it. But you, you, you're relatively sure that Chombok will actually qualify? If they get a draw, they qualify. A draw or a victory, and they're through. Uh, if they happen to lose to Jiangsu and Tokyo beat Bingdong, then they're out. So, so Tokyo are away in Bingdong, so it's not a foregone conclusion no. that they'll get the win? No. I think interesting group, isn't it? Yeah, I think John Booker's sitting with a seventy percent chance of getting through. And then everyone's favourite team, the Blue Wings. The Blue Wings. Yeah, they must beat Shanghai on tomorrow's or so Tuesday's seven o'clock kickoff, and better the result that Melbourne gets. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is that they need to beat Shanghai, and Melbourne need to to draw or lose. If they, uh, both win. if they both win, if they both win, Suwon lose out on head to head. Suwon lose out on head to head, yeah. So I was again. I was thinking about going to this game, but I definitely can, as I as I have things on, in uh, in work tomorrow. But uh, I do know that Korea Racing will be there, uh, so that means that hopefully the Forty Eight Shades boys will get some tweets. Ooh, could be tempted to go to that. 
Um, so to, 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 the thing is, that just imagine that you could be there when Suwon beats Sven Goran Eriksson's uh, Shanghai team, but lose because Melbourne get the same score uh, in their game. That would be the ultimate. <laughs> Sven gets beat, Suwon and Suwon drop out of the ACL. That would be like the ultimate day. So we know that one team are through from Korea. You think we think we'll get two or three? Teams. We won't get three. So you think two? I think John Big will qualify. I think Suwon will crash out. I think Suwon will beat Shanghai, but I think Melbourne will, will equal their result. Okay. Right. On to the weekend. Or the week. For week. some of us. Yeah. All right. So the next round uh, in the Classic is spread over uh, three days instead of the usual two. Uh, we have a couple of teams playing on Children's Day, which is, the, which is Thursday. Obviously, the ACL teams cannot play on Children's Day, uh, so they will play on uh, Saturday and or Sunday. Uh, not and or Sunday. <laughs> Saturday or Sunday. Uh, so I guess on Thursday, uh, we have uh, Sonam are away to Osan. I am weighing up going down to that one, yep. but I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm being put off by a ridiculous 8 a.m. departure from Yatap, which literally means I have to leave my house at 6 a.m. I could just take the train, or I could just take the train to Osan myself. Yeah, and just get the bus back with the boys. So that's uh, that's the other option. Um, so I'm, I'll, I'll have a look into things in detail tomorrow. Uh, so that's Osan at home to Songnam. Um, Inchon United and Guangzhou are the other two teams uh, hosting on Children's Day. Inchon, Inchon host uh, John and Dragons and Guangzhou host Sangju. So, not much math, much not much advertising football there at all, really. So. No, I mean if I if, if I don't go to Yosan, I'll probably go to Inchon just because it's close and I can have a couple of beers. Yeah. But Inchon versus John Am is about as appealing as Bundegi. And then somehow they've contrived to have the. Uh, the four ACL teams playing each other. Incredible, yeah. It's an amazing coincidence. Amazing, the, isn't the it? fixture computers spit out. So yes. So basically, on 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 Saturday we have one only one game, and that's Suwon versus Jeju. Okay. Um, and then on Sunday we have Seoul at home to Pohang, and Suwon at home to Jeonbuk. Okay. So okay. I guess predictions, Paul. Ulsan Songnam. Um, draw. Score draw. Uh, Incheon Jonam uh, Score draw uh, Guangzhou Sangju Away win Away win Okay And th- three other games Suwon Against Jeju Away win Seoul against Pohang Score draw And Jeju against Blue, uh, Blue Wings against Sorry Blue Wings against Chumbuk Away win uh, Will you be at Seoul on Sunday? I don't know because having a look at the uh at the challenge games, I think if I'm right in saying, when I look at the challenge games, I think Butchon are at home on Thursday. On Thursday, yeah, but I think I think they might be home on the Saturday, on the Saturday as well. Get away! I was Busan, so okay. Uh, yeah, there's every chance I might go to Seoul then on Sunday. But you got to Koyan. Butchon are only away at Koyan. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, that my my quest to see all 25 stadiums. Uh, yeah, I make almost go young. So in the, in the challenge, we've got two rounds of matches this week. Yep. On Children's Day, Kang won at home to Eland. Away win. So that I'm was joking. That's a home win. Kang, Kang was kind of Eland's bogey team last yeah. year, wasn't it? So yeah, I'm going to say home win. 
Puchon against top of the table, Ansan. Uh, score draw. Anyang against Tejon. Homan. Tego against Busan. Homan. And Chungju against Koyang. Again, clash of the bottom dwellers. Score draw. And then at the weekend, if the, if the website actually. Right. Pusan at home to Anyang. With a really strange 1 30 kickoff. Yeah. I guess Lotte Giants are playing. Uh, I'm going to say score draw. Uh, Koyang at home to Puchon. Are we win. Tejon at home to Kangwon. Home win. So Tejon won two on the bounce now, haven't they? Yeah. After good friend of the podcast, Liam's shenanigans in the. the yeah, well, I guess we'll discuss that in our time. Kyungnam at home to Eland. Uh, Eland are not going to lose three in, a, three in a row, so they're going to beat Kyungnam. And then Ansan at home to Tego. Ansan are just going to win that one as well, I think. That'll be five in a row for them. Okay. So we've condensed a lot into a very short time. Um, I think I've got enough time to have a little bit of a rant. Yeah, you do indeed. It's probably about me. It is about you. How did you guess? Because it's on the board. <laughs> so originally last week... We should say that for one full year, when well not one full year, but for about ten months when Stevie was on the podcast, yeah. we didn't realise that there was a whiteboard that we could put the agenda on. And so we were always like arsing it up. And the day, the day, the, the podcast after Stevie left... We, we realised that there was a board and we've been using it ever since. So, yeah. So, on the board it says, rant, Sue on ref, no, Mark. Yeah, you've done the Sue on ref anyway, so, okay, this rant about me, Paul. I can take it, I'm a big boy. So, last week, we kind of provisionally arranged to meet on Wednesday night, was it? Yeah, Wednesday lunchtime. And then you said, no, no, it's going to be too too rushed. Let me let me use that time to work on the blog. Yeah, yeah, it didn't and happen. we'll meet Thursday morning. Yep, blog didn't happen. Uh, yes, yeah, so I really enjoyed last week's blog. Yep, five things I learned from round seven, <laughs> whatever it was. So then we did manage to get together at Soul Station we did Thursday indeed. morning. We each crunch, crunched out a, a, a thirty-minute podcast. Twenty-one and a half. Was it as short as that? Yep. <laughs> and then you said, "Oh, I'll load." Because I was away to Pusan for a night, so he said, oh, I'll, I'll upload it by Friday so you can look at it Friday 20 seconds, night. Paul, 20 seconds. And did you upload it? Nope. No. So you said, I'm at a company dinner now, I'll upload it first thing tomorrow morning so you can do it before you leave for Suwon. I said, all right, I'm leaving at 11. So you said, so you finally texted me at like 10, 10.50 saying, shall I just upload it without any editing and music? And I said, well, yeah, I'm not going to do it in 10 minutes. So. Well, he was buckled. I was on the soju. I was I, I was in a tent drinking soju. It was like who who were you with? Uh, my co-workers. Thank you. Oh, you mean the the uh, the, the blokes that you were talking about? Yeah, my boss and 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 the rest of the male staff. Whose initials <laughs> were F E, right? There may have been F missing there. Yeah, yeah, there was a fee missing there. So yes. Um, so so the long so the so the the short version of your rant is I'm an arse, right? I didn't do the blog and I didn't upload the podcast and when I did it, and when I did upload it myself on SoundCloud I didn't make it accessible for download, right? Could do better, I think, as your grade this week. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think so. But uh, I did come up with, with an idea for a for a photo blog, which <laughs> I think I'm gonna pull as well, so But I'm pretty sure that was something you brought up like two months ago. <laughs> it was due from round one. But we can do it on the, on that on that format when you think of something else. Okay, so that's my rant over. Okay, I apologise to all the listeners. 
and uh, Paul's mum, who is the listener. Uh, it won't happen again. We, to be fair, we do get kind of texts when we don't upload the podcast. <laughs> it's really funny, yeah. We actually do get texts and, and emails saying, where is it? And I'm like, well, you know, like, why do you criticise it so much and then want to know what it is? <laughs> we do have like 10 rabid listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and they are rabid. Anyway, Paul, I guess you'll, you'll choose something particularly doggy for the, or particularly could do better for the outro. Uh, I had actually thought about what I was going to pick for music, but yeah, I'll find something appropriate. Sounds good. So, well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a while since we've done it on a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.